Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, A Modern Rendering. Chapter 31 Always Remember God. The last wish or thought that a man has at the hour of death determines his future course. Sri Krishna said in the Gita, he who remembers me in his last moments comes to me, and he who meditates on other things goes to what he looks for. We cannot be certain that we will be thinking a particular good thought at our last moment. More often than not, we are likely to be frightened and terrified by different causes. This is why constant practice is necessary to enable us to fix our mind on a desired good thought in any moment. All saints recommend that we always remember God and always chant His name so that we may not be confused when the time of our departure comes. For their part, devotees surrender themselves completely to the saints fully believing that the all-knowing saints will guide and help them in their last moments. A few such cases are noted here. A sannyasi breathes his last. A sannyasi named Vijayananda started on a pilgrimage to Manasarova. En route, hearing of Baba's fame, he stopped at Shirdi. There he met Somadeva G. Swami and inquired about the Manasarova trip. The Swami told him that Manasarova was 500 miles above Gangotri and described the difficulties of the journey. Plenty of snow, the change of dialect every 50 kos, and the apprehensiveness of the Bhutanese, which causes problems for pilgrims on the way. Hearing this, the sannyasi was dejected and canceled the trip. When he went to Baba and prostrated himself before him, Baba became enraged. Drive out this useless sannyasi. His company is of no use. The sannyasi did not know Baba's nature. He felt uncomfortable, but sat watching what was going on. In the morning, the masjid was overcrowded. Baba was being worshipped in various ways. Some were washing his feet, some saking tirta from his toe and drinking it heartily, and some touching their eyes with it. Some were applying sandal paste and other scents to his body. All were doing these things, forgetting the distinction of caste and creed, Though Baba had become enraged with him, he was filled with affection for Baba and did not want to leave the masjid. After staying in Shirdi for two days, he got a letter from Madras stating that his mother was very ill. He was very dejected and wanted to be by his mother's side 
but he could not leave without Baba's permission. So he went to Baba with the letter in hand and asked for his permission to return home. The omniscient Baba, knowing the future, said to him, If you so loved your mother, why did you take sannyasa? Partiality or attachment is not becoming to the ochre garb. Go and sit quietly at your lodgings and wait with patience for a few days. In the water there are many robbers. Bolt your doors. Be very vigilant or the thieves will carry everything out. Wealth and prosperity are transient and the body is subject to decay and death. Knowing this, do your duty, leaving all attachment to the things of this world and next. He who does this and surrenders himself to the feet of the Lord will become free from all troubles and attain bliss. The Lord runs and helps him who remembers and meditates on him with love and affection. Your store of past merits is considerable, so you have come here. Now listen to what I say and realize the end of your life. Be desireless, and tomorrow begin the study of the Bhagavat. Do three readings conscientiously. The Lord will be pleased with you and destroy your sorrows. Your illusions will vanish and you will get peace. Seeing that his end was approaching, Baba prescribed that remedy and made him read Rama Vijaya, which pleases the god of death. Next morning, after bathing and other purifying rites, he started to read Bhagavat in a secluded place of the Lendi Garden. He completed two readings and felt very exhausted afterwards. He returned to the Wada and stayed in his lodging for two days, and on the third day he breathed his last on Fakir Bade Baba's lap. Baba asked the people to preserve the body for a day for a reason, as the police later came making inquiries. Then they gave permission for the disposal of the body. It was buried in a proper place with due rites. In this way, Baba helped the sannyasi and ensured his liberation. Baba appears to a devotee far away from Shirdi. There was a householder devotee of Baba named Balaram Mankar. When his wife passed away, he became dejected. He entrusted his household to his son, left his home, and came to Shirdi and lived with Baba. Baba was pleased with his devotion and wanted to give him a good turn to his life. He did so in the following way. Baba gave him twelve rupees and asked him to go live in Machindragad. At first, Balaram was unwilling to go and be away from Baba. But Baba convinced him that he was giving him the best course for him and asked him to practice meditation three times a day on the god. Believing in Baba's words, Balaram came to the god. 
He was very pleased with the surroundings, the serenity, the pure water and healthy air. He began to practice the meditations tirelessly as Baba recommended. After some days, he had a revelation. Generally, bhaktas get revelation in their samadhi or trance states. But in Balaram's case, he had it when he came down from his trance to his ordinary consciousness. Baba appeared to him in person. Balaram saw Baba and asked Baba why he was sent there. Baba replied, In surety, many thoughts and ideas began to arise in your mind. I sent you here to rest your unsteady mind. You thought that I was only in surety with the body composed of five elements and three and a half cubits in length. Now you see and can conclude for yourself if the person you see here now is the same person you saw at surety. It is for this reason that I sent you here. Then after the period was over, Valaram left the god and proceeded to his native place, Bandra. He wanted to travel by train to Dadar, but when he went to the booking office to get a ticket, he found it to be very crowded. He could not get his ticket. Soon a villager with a lungi on his waist and a kambali on his shoulder turned up and said, Where are you going? To Dadar, replied Balaram. The villager said, Please take this ticket of mine, as I have some urgent business here. I have canceled my trip. Balaram was very glad to receive the ticket and was just taking the money out from his pocket when the rustic disappeared in the crowd. Balaram tried to find him in the crowd, but in vain. He waited for him until the train left the station, but found no trace. This was a second revelation Balaram had in a strange form. Then after visiting his home, Balaram returned to Shirdi, and remained there at Baba's feet, always following his commands and advice. In the end, he was very fortunate to leave this world in Baba's presence and with his blessings. A reluctant man realizes Baba is God incarnate. Madpant gives no particulars regarding Tatya Sahib Nulkar, except mentioning the fact that he died in Shirdi. A brief summary of this account is given here. Tatya Saheb was a subjub in Pandapur in 1909, while Nana Saheb Chandrakur was a revenue collector there. They often met and exchanged conversation. Tatya Saheb did not believe in saints while Nana Sahib loved them. Nana Sahib often told him about the leelas of Sai Baba and pressed him to go to Shirdi and see Baba. He finally agreed to go to Shirdi on two conditions, that he must have a Brahmin cook and must get good Nagpur oranges to present to Baba.
Both these conditions were providentially fulfilled. A Brahmin came to Nana Sahib for work and was then sent to Tatya Sahib to cook. Then Tatya Sahib received a parcel of fruit from an unknown sender containing 100 beautiful Nagpur oranges. As his conditions were fulfilled, Tatya Sahib had to go to Shirdi. At first, Baba was much enraged with him. But in time, through his experiences, Tatya Sahib was convinced that Baba was God incarnate. He became so enamored with Baba that he stayed there until his death. As his end was approaching, sacred literature was read to him, and at the last hour, Baba's pata tirt, the holy water from washing Baba's feet, was given to him for drinking. On hearing of his death, Baba said, Oh, Tatya Sahib went ahead of us. He won't be reborn. Baba grieves over the death of a devotee. The story of Megha was described in chapter 28. When Megha died, all the villagers followed the funeral procession. Baba accompanied them and showered flowers on Megha's body. After the rituals were performed, tears flowed from Baba's eyes and he was overcome with grief and sorrow, like an ordinary mortal. After covering the body with flowers and crying like a close relative, Baba returned to the Dwarkamai. Tiger passes at Baba's feet. Many saints have given liberation to men, but Baba's greatness is unique. Even a cruel animal like a tiger came to Baba's feet to be saved. This story will be narrated now. Seven days before Baba passed away, a wonderful incident occurred. A country cart came and stopped in front of the masjid. A tiger was on the cart, fastened with iron chains, with its fierce face turned to the rear. It was suffering from some disease and in pain and agony. Its keepers, three dervishes, were taking it from place to place, making money by exhibiting it. It was the means of their subsistence. They tried all sorts of remedies to cure the tiger from the malady it was suffering, but all was in vain. They heard of Baba's fame and came to him with the animal. With the chains in their hands, they got the tiger down from the cart and made it stand at the door. Besides being disease-ridden, it was naturally fierce, so it was restless. People began to look at it with fear and amazement. The dervishes went in and told Baba everything about the animal, and with his consent, brought it before him. As the tiger approached the steps, it was taken aback on seeing Baba's radiance and hung its head down, 
When both finally saw each other, the tiger got up on the step and looked at Baba with affection. Immediately it moved the top of its tail and dashed it three times against the ground, then fell down senseless. On seeing it dead, the dervishes were at first very dejected and full of sorrow, but on further reflection they came to terms with it. They understood the tiger was diseased and nearing its end, and it was very meritorious for it to meet its death at the feet and in the presence of Baba. It had been in their debt, and when the debt was paid off, it was free and met its end at Sai's feet. When any creatures bow their heads down at a saint's feet and meet death, they are saved unless they have a good store of merit in their account, how else would it be possible to attain such a happy end? Pranams to Sri Sai, peace be to all. You've been listening to a modern rendering of Hamad Pant's The Sri Sai Satcharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, edited and narrated by Monica Penaconda. For more content like this online, please go to divinelineage.org, scifamily.org, and peacefires.org. To learn more about Monica, please go to monicapenaconda.org.